Hello, greetings. This is Ebony Sheree of Kingdom Trends, and I just wanted to read a great devotional that I do quite a bit. Um, I try to read one every day, but this one is called Exuberant Arena. When your soul is stirred with a longing you can't identify, and your heart beats in a pattern that tells you something's missing, retreat for a moment to make space for your gift of creativity. I've gifted you with a creative soul. And you must make space for your inner longings to find expression. Oh, so many ways to release the gifts I've placed in you. Listen intimately to the world around you and to the dimensions of my divine presence. I've gifted you with the ability to see beneath the surface of things and to give voice to your unique vision and passion. Your life is the exuberant arena of the gifts I've given you. Allow your gifts to unfold and richly flow. Today, allow yourself to flourish. Dear Heavenly Father, I just thank you for everyone listening on the podcast of Kingdom Trends. And thank you for their creativity flourishing and flowing, God. But most of all, you flowing through them. Help us to create things that make you happy, Father. And help us to create things that bring life to people and not death, God. I thank you for everyone that's here. And I thank you for everyone that will come. Bless you all. Goodbye. Today's devotional is more creativity. Today I'm drawing more creativity out of you. Dip into the source of all that is life-inspiring and be my mind and my heart. Discover joy in sorrow. Create beauty out of ashes. Learn strength through weakness. Make something wonderful out of nothing. Find the music in the storm. See the colors of a thousand rainbows in confusion's murky gray. Consider life's simple treasures to fill your home. Multiply blessings and prosper in the adventure of loving. All that you do in love will create more love. Discover this and see how truly creative you are. I pray over everyone today that they would muster up the ability to do creative things, whether it be song, dance, cooking, um, artistic expression, drawing, painting, hairstyling, whatever it may be, God, for your people. Lord, I thank you, God, that their hands of artistry will begin to just muster up something new in this new season and next year. Father, I pray that you would give us more ideas of witty inventions and creativity, God, that comes from you. Our creator created us to create, and that's what we're going to do in Jesus' name. Amen. God bless. Good morning. Today is our daily dose of devotionals. Today's devotional reads, Passed Over. It may not be easy to watch someone else walk off with the promotion or accolades you deserve. It may not be easy when another takes possession of the blessings you've prayed for and not received. If you feel set aside and passed over when others get the recognition and breakthrough, rejoice for them. Be glad. Remember, I look at your heart and it's your heart I love and promote. I don't compare you with any living soul. I see you as you. Never envy another. Your day is coming. Dear Heavenly Father, I thank you for today. I thank you for everyone listening to the podcast. I just thank you, God, that you'll continue to shine your light on people's hearts and um, reveal the truth of what's going on within all of us so that in that day of promotion, we'll be ready, Father. I thank you for your grace that's sufficient for us, and I thank you for your strength that's made perfect in weakness. In Jesus' name, amen. God bless.
Good morning, everyone. Merry early Christmas, which is Christmas Eve today. Um, I'll be reading from the devotional book, Filled with Hope. Be filled with hope today. Take hold of hope as never before, and know that the maker of heaven and earth, the ruler of the seas, the earth, and all there is, loves you and is faithful to you. Hopelessness is a result of a lie, and a lie only lasts a moment. Because a lie can't hold substance in the dynamic life-giving atmosphere of truth, lies that rob you of hope are worms that disintegrate in light. You are a child of light. The lie disintegrates, puff, like that. The truth lasts forever. I'm telling you today to proclaim the truth of my promises in your life. I promise I'm near you. I hear you. My promises to you are your reality. Dear God, I thank you for this day. I thank you for everyone listening to the podcast. I just thank you that people will be filled with hope. In a world where calamities and all of the tragedies are happening, Father, I thank you that you're the hope of the world. You're the hope of our life and you're the hope of our heart. Thank you, God, for everything that you've done for us. Thank you for what you will do for us. And I thank you and praise your name forever. In Jesus' mighty name, amen. Today's devotional reads, Living a Miracle. Live your life as a miracle today, even through the imperfection and chaos around you. Live each moment as a unique event, a miracle sent from me just for you to honor and revere. Live each moment as if it were a lifetime. There's life and purpose in every breath, in every millisecond on earth. Nothing in my kingdom is without divine purpose, and that is why this day and night are important. Make each moment live. I'm going to live my life as a miracle today, even though there are imperfections and chaos around me. I'm going to live each moment as a unique event, like a miracle sent from your loving heart for me to honor and revere. I'm going to live each moment as if it were a lifetime. Father God, I choose to see life and purpose in every breath. Yes, in every millisecond I'm on earth. I believe there's nothing in your kingdom without divine purpose, and that's why this day and night are important. I'm going to live each moment fully. I have come that they may have life and have it to the full. John 10, 10. Faith as the key. Faith is the key to unlocking unexpected blessings. Exercise the power of your faith and expect answered prayer. Expect prosperity. Expect healing. Faith operates with integrity and gives honor to each of your blessings as they mount up in heaps like grain at harvest. Dear one, I want you to know that faith is tested by challenges and also by blessings. I will pour out blessings and answered prayer according to your faith. Know that my hand will be upon you for all to see and observe. As your faith multiplies, I'll surprise you with the unexpected. Thank you, dear Lord, for increasing our faith in this season. I thank you, dear Lord, that people's faith will rise above all the circumstantial things that are happening around us, that we will not be people that will see what we will see with our unseen eyes, Father, and that we will look to you for everything, that we know that all of the things that we have are because of you and all the things that we will have is because of you also. We thank you, God, that you are going to live through us and you're going to do great, mighty things in our lives. In Jesus' mighty name, amen. new path the past is over and gone and you're on a new path now 
I forgive you, dear one. So you ought to forgive yourself. It's good to turn from a self-toward habitual way of life and ask forgiveness. Receive my forgiveness plus the blessing of a clean slate and refreshed spirit. When you're fed up with with and finished with self-centered worries and concerns, you'll begin to live the good life. You'll experience clean, beautiful, joyous freedom in me because your eyes will be open to increased hope and faith. And you'll have so much satisfaction, great enough to forgive yourself. All is new, fresh, flawless, and wonderful. I love you. The past is over and gone, and I thank you, Lord, that I'm on the new path now. Thank you for forgiving me, beloved Lord. Thank you for helping me to forgive myself. Thank you for helping me to receive your forgiveness, plus the blessing of a clean slate and refreshed spirit. I'm fed up and finished with my self-centered worries and concerns. I want to live the good life, Lord, where I'll experience clean, beautiful, joyous freedom in you because my heart is open to the to and filled with hope and faith. All is new, fresh, flawless, and wonderful. I love you, Jesus. God, who is rich in mercy because of his great love with which he loved us, even when we were dead in trespasses, made us alive together with Christ. Ephesians 2, verse 4 through 5. Your voice. Can you hear my voice of blessing? I'm whispering in your ear right now. Can you hear me? Can you hear the perfect promises of my word? Listen in here. I'll never leave you nor forsake you. And if you will abide in me and my word abides in you, you will ask that what you desire and it shall be done for you. Keep these words close to your heart at all times. For my promises bear fruit eternally. Don't listen to the voices of disbelief for they'll suck you into a quagmire of worldly mud that'll plug your ears to the truth. Today, let me hold you securely in the sacred hearing range of my promises so you don't miss a thing. Lord God, we thank you, God, for your promises and that your voice, God, we love to hear. A stranger we will not father, God. Follow, Father. We thank you, dear Lord, that all things work together for the good of those who love you and that walk according to your purpose. We thank you, God, that you're going to bless us. And we thank you that you'll even tune our ears when we don't want to listen, Father, and help our hearts to follow you. Thank you, God, for living in us and breathing in us and doing things all for us, God. We love you today, Lord. In Jesus' name, amen. No more being stagnant. I feel like God wants a lot of people to know that he doesn't want people to stay in the same place spiritually, that we need to continue to move forward in our lives and we need to just check our motives and check the things that we're doing that don't make him happy. Um, It's time to just really search our hearts and know that God is with us and we don't have to move to the left or move to the right. He wants our faith to grow and our love for him to grow in a world full of dying faith um, where so many different things are at our all-time high. uh, We thank you, dear Lord, that your, your grace is sufficient for us and that you're going to make strength our strength perfect in weakness God and we know this world and everything in it will fade but only what we do for you will last and the temporal things don't matter Father help us to see you in all things that we do thank you dear Lord amen Today's daily devotional is spiritual discernment. I want you to learn when to contest and when to keep your spiritual fists to yourself. I'm speaking to you of discernment. Spiritual discernment is a gift of my Holy Spirit, and it means you must give permission for my will to cohabit 
habit your will in penetrating light that gives you clear vision on all sides of what's before, behind, above, and around you. There's a time to fight and a time to not fight. The gift of discernment tells you when to speak and when not to speak, when to act and when to remain still. The gift of discernment sheds light on what's true and what's false. The gift of discernment allows you to see through the veil of unknowing and confusion and to recognize evil spirits. Pray for, receive, activate, and put to use my Holy Spirit's gift of discernment today and every day of your life. Dear Heavenly Father, I thank you for the gift of discernment, for us to see you and to see the things that are not of you in that. Father, I pray that today we will use our gift of discernment to decipher what is right, what is evil, what is good, and what is for us and what isn't for us. I thank you, dear Jesus, for everyone that listens to this podcast. I pray that there will be a blessing extended upon their life for their days to come and for this entire year of 2019. Thank you, Jesus, and I love you. Amen. Daily Devotional, Living Wonder. Be strong today. When things seem dreary and without hope, grab hold of the strength I've poured into you. The notion of hopelessness doesn't exist in my kingdom, and I've given you the spiritual strength to combat every wily scheme aimed at you, to discourage and tear down your faith. The substance of everything you hope for is positioned in your faith. Be strong, I tell you. Prove the power of my might today. Dear Heavenly Father, we thank you, God, for your might, your power, and your strength. Thank you, dear Lord, that you are a living wonder in our lives, that everything that we have before us is in you, that we can look to you for all things because you make all things great, you make all things new, and you make all things beautiful in your sight. In Jesus' name we pray, amen. Today's devotional reads, Your Compassionate Heart. You call, and my compassionate heart opens up to you. You ask, and my giving hand reaches out to you, with far more than you can ask for. I'm a giving God, dear one. So today, extend your hand widespread to me. Reach and stretch to accept the countless blessings and answered prayers stored up for you here in glory. You may keep what's yours, but give the honor and the credit to me. Channel of blessing. You're a channel of blessing for me, and there's no limit to what I can do through you. Therefore, impose no restrictions or boundaries on my purposes or abilities. Don't for a minute doubt what I can do in your life. I've made all grace abound to you, so you'll have sufficient means in everything. I give you to do. You lack nothing. I adorn you with beautiful gifts and talents to help you fulfill your magnificent purpose on earth. Understand that in me, nothing can stop you. This devotional reads, Drawing Board of Life. Think of yourself today as an architect at the Drawing Board of Life, drawing your blueprints for a new environment where learning, joy, and love will prevail. See yourself flowing in your builder's gifts, moving forward with the dream I put in your heart. I tell you, create with confidence and enthusiasm and don't hold back. I'm with you to bring to pass the results of what I birthed in you. Execute your plans with the skill I've gifted you with. And you'll receive approval and favor, and many lives will be saved, enriched, and prepared for the days to come. 
Today, Lord Jesus, I'm going to see myself as an architect at the drawing board of life, drawing my blueprints for a new me in a new environment where learning and joy will prevail. I see myself today flowing in my architect's gifts, moving forward with the dream you've put in my heart. I'll create with confidence and enthusiasm, Lord, and I won't hold back. I know you're with me to bring to pass everything you birthed in me. I'll execute my plans for you as you grant me the skills to move ahead with the dream you've given me. I pray I will receive my work with approval and favor so lives will be saved, enriched, and prepared for the days to come. Leviticus 26 verse 9 reads, I will look with favor upon you and make you fruitful and multiply you, and I will maintain my covenant with you. Be blessed. Today's devotional is Life Canvas. Think of yourself today as an artist. You're a painter preparing your canvas and brushes for a monumental invasion of color, shape, and movement, creating what the world has never seen. Think of yourself as possessing skills to amaze with your original expression of love and fearlessness. Every stroke you make on your canvas of life is yours and yours alone. You're the one who chooses the colors, the viscosity, and the movement of the brush. It's you making the art, nobody else. Are you afraid of the artist I made you to be? Are you thankful today that you're one of a kind and original and that you would bring to the world what is wonderful? Dear Heavenly Father, I thank you that we're all creating a life canvas, special, unique, based on who you've created us to be individually. I thank you that we'll be able to splash everybody with the color that you've given us on the inside, full of love, hope, joy, laughter, everything that gives us hope and joy and love in this life and life alone in jesus mighty name amen asking a lot i give you the mind of a hunter the heart of a poet the strength of an athlete and a seer's discernment. I give you the choreography of the rain, the skilled performance of winter's first snowfall, the sunshine of a child's grin. Find joy in today's moments. Make them meteoric. Love the stories and mysteries of the world around you. There are no imitations for what I give to you. Physical condition. Give me your physical health today. Yield your body as a living sacrifice, not conformed to the things of this world. Let your mind be renewed and your affections kissed by me. Your body is my temple and you're living in my temple as a privileged renter. Keep it clean, bright, beautiful for me. Take care of my temple today. Dear Heavenly Father, I just thank you, God, for everyone listening on the podcast today. Just thank you that you chose to wake us up on this beautiful, bright morning. No matter how cold it is, God, we thank you for the winter. We thank you for the summers, springs, and fall. Lord God, we just ask that you would continue to help us with our health. Help us to endure um, during seasons, Lord God, and help us to stay healthy and eat the right things, Lord God, and just continue to take care of our physical body and guard our hearts for what goes into our gates, Lord God, so that we can be pleasing to you, Father. And we just ask that you would bless us for this day and this whole entire week and give us the grace to endure everything that we have to do. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Wondrous prayer.
privilege is strength and courage you need today. I'm giving you the power to forge ahead with joy and holy determination. Be strong. I'm giving you freedom from the forces that have kept you from moving full tilt toward your divine destiny. Take big steps today and push through the obstacles and hindrances that have been thorns in your flesh. I'm in you and right beside you. I'm empowering you to shake the dust from your hair and make that hurdle into victory now. Dear Heavenly Father, I thank you for helping us to remove the hurdles that have caused us to stumble and be stumbling blocks in our lives when it comes to our purpose. I pray that you would just bestow the strength on us and the courage that we need so that we can continue to muscle through all of the things that have tried to hold us down. Thank you for the joy. Thank you for being our delight. Thank you, God, for being our divine destiny and helping us and showing us where we are to go when we don't understand. Thank you for clarity, fearlessness, and hope. Amen. Good morning, loves. Today's devotional is thankful for all things. What would you do if I were to tell you that the life you have now is as good as it gets? Suppose I were to reveal to you that you've already reached your shining hour. Would this change your way of thinking? Would you praise and thank me? Would you rejoice, be grateful, and fall in love with every aspect of your life? Would you treasure more intimately the people I've put in your life? Would you see the sunrise and sunset with new eyes? Would the tasks of your day become a holy calling rather than hitching posts while waiting for a better tomorrow? Dear child, it's time to count your blessings. It's time to be grateful. God, we thank you for having a grateful, sincere, and content heart. I thank you, dear Lord, that everything that we have is all because of you. Even if we feel like we have lack, it's not because we have what we need. Thank you, God, that you are enough. And as we seek you first, you already add those things to us. And we've already been blessed with every spiritual blessing according to Ephesians 1. Lord God, we thank you for today. We thank you for giving us hope, joy, love, peace, faithfulness, self-control for the day. And also help us to love, Father, the way that you love us. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Be blessed. Today's devotional is entitled, Be Still. Be still. You're strongest when you're still. In quietness and confidence, you're strong. I'm with you and I'm the Lord who is exalted above all the earth. I hold you in the palm of my hand. You're safe here and now. This moment is your safe place for I am your safe place. No need to fight your own battles. No need to rush out to defend yourself. Your personal arsenal of weapons are pockets of lint, weightless and wearisome. No ground is ever gained with your emotional attempts without me. When I'm beside you, the battle is won. I'm your fierce and undefeated weapon. Fountain of Wisdom I'm feeding you from my fountain of wisdom, and you can trust yourself to speak. For your word shall be as a gushing stream, sparkling with fresh, pure, and life-giving authority. You bring my father much pleasure when you speak the glistening expressions of his own mind to those who need to hear. Trust my words in your mouth. I've given you the tongue of a disciple with words in their proper season to those who are weary, including yourself. I awaken you morning by morning. I awaken you to hear from me. Dear Heavenly Father, Jesus, fill me from your fountain of wisdom because your words are gushing streams that bring life to a dry and dusty desert. Your words sparkle with fresh, pure, and life-giving authority. 
Thank you for blessing me, Jesus, so that I can bring you pleasure. I choose to look for the glistening expressions of your mind. You've given me words to speak to those who are weary and in desperate need of your love. Continue to speak through me, Lord. Thank you for waking me morning by morning to hear from you. Scripture reads 1 Samuel 3 verse 10. Speak, Lord. I am your servant and I am listening. God bless. Concerns of my heart. I know your cares and I know your heart. You're praying for your loved ones and you must understand I hear you because I love them more than you love them. Be comforted. I won't let you down and I won't let go of your loved ones. I'm doing a bigger work than you know. Expand your vision and proclaim my word over your loved ones. I will keep your family and present them before the presence of my father and they will worship me. See through my eyes of mercy. Love them and trust me. Trust my promises. Your prayers are like mountains of gold. Their range dazzling and brilliant, stretching far beyond your limited perception and touching more lives and situations than you'll ever know. Dear Heavenly Father, we thank you for loving on us and loving on our families. We just ask that, dear Lord, that you remove any anxiety that we feel about our our parents. Our our loved ones, our children, if those of you have them. Lord God, we just ask that you would surround us with your love, your peace. Bring about the changes that we need to see, God, but only the way you do it. Sometimes we also want things to change the way we want them to see change, but you do things not the way we want them to be done. I release anxiety myself from worrying about my mom. I release anxiety myself about worrying about my family. Lord God, I thank you that you have them in the palm of your hands, that you love them more than we could ever love our own family, Lord God. And you are the giver and you love regardless of how we see things, Lord God. We thank you for forgiveness and the power of it. And we thank you, dear Lord, that you're going to continue to keep us in in our peaceful places. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. God bless. This morning's devotional is entitled, Equipped for Everything. I spiritually equip you for every situation. You were born to overcome and to rise up in wisdom in a transient world where evil thrives like maggots on rotting meat. Never be afraid of suffering. You were born to rise above suffering. You'll never totally eliminate pain or evil, dear child, but you can eliminate your fears of pain and evil and you can write the conclusion to suffering's epic novel of your life. Will it be a happily ever after ending? Will it be to be continued? Or will you write the perfect finale and live your days as a dynamic overcomer I've equipped you to be? Thank you, Jesus, for equipping me with every for every situation. Thank you for showing me I was born to overcome and rise up with wisdom in a transient world. Help me to not be afraid of suffering. I was born to rise above the jagged teeth of suffering. I know pain and evil will never be eliminated in the world, Lord, but I can eliminate my fears of pain and evil. You've equipped me to be strong and a joyful overcomer. Thank you. Scripture reads, all who listen to me will live in peace, untroubled by fear of harm. Proverbs 1 verse 33. Be blessed. Think as you think. This is not the time to flip the channels of your mind. Searching for new pleasures. Surrender to me, dear one. 
Permit me to bless your thought life and elevate your consciousness to my standards. I want you to think as I think. I'll keep telling you this again and again. People will always disappoint you because people aren't me. Now is the time to focus on your divine purpose in me and to experience what true pleasure is. Thank you, Jesus, for loving us. Thank you for helping us to think as you think. This is not the time to flip the channels of our mind and search for new pleasures. This is the time to surrender to you. Today, we're allowing you to bless our thought life and elevate our consciousness to your standards. People will always disappoint us because people aren't you. Now is the time to focus on our divine purpose and to experience what true pleasure is. I thank you, Jesus, that you've awakened our mind and shown us the path to a fulfilled life and of a fulfilled life. Scripture reads, you will show me the way of life, granting me the joy of your presence and the pleasure of living with you forever. Psalm 16 verse 11. new strength i want you to be known as a strong person i want you to be known as one who can handle suffering snags hindrances troubles and delays i want you to be full of my grace to inspire and emanate goodness to live in honesty and handle the unimaginable calm the unruly and love the unlovable You can't do these things in your human strength, but you are spiritually equipped in all things because you and I are one. Don't miss the joy of discovering my gifts and abilities in you. Scripture reads that Christ may dwell in your hearts through faith. Ephesians 3 verse 17. The Beatitudes Blessed are the poor in spirit, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. Blessed are those who mourn, for they will be comforted. Blessed are the meek, for they will inherit the earth. Blessed are those who hunger and thirst for righteousness, for they will be filled. Blessed are the merciful, for they will be shown mercy. Blessed are the pure in heart, for they shall see God. Blessed are the peacemakers, for they will be called children of God. Blessed are those who are persecuted because of righteousness, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. Blessed are you when people insult you, persecute you, and falsely say all kinds of evil against you because of me. Rejoice and be glad, because great is your reward in heaven. For in the same way they persecuted the prophets who were before you. Be blessed today. World of Promise Inside you is a world trying to be born. A world of promise, purpose, and delight. A world bigger than the small pinched dreams you've kept squirreled away in a small place of the here and now. The risk it takes to spread the wings of your vibrant mind, to expand the pegs of your tents, to reach toward the unknown deserts of trial and error. Chase and uncertainty requires holy courage. See yourself as brave, dear one, and the birthing within you will lead to a broad landscape too plenteous and too verdant to fail. I don't ask you to dream big. I ask you to be big. Be blessed. At work in me. No matter what circumstances face you today, know that I am at work in you. I'm for you. Drop the cords of anxiety from around your neck. I'm here with you and I'm helping you, guiding and protecting everything that concerns you. This walk you've chosen to walk with me may not be easy at all times. My child, you'll confront times of confusion and even despair. 
is not always smooth going, but it's the highest walk on earth. Hold up your head and pull back your shoulders. Walk with your spine straight and with dignity that befits a soul as beautiful as yours. Thank you, Lord, that no matter what circumstances I face today, I can know that you're at work in me. You're for me. I drop the cords of anxiety from around my neck because you're here with me. You're helping me, guiding and protecting everything that concerns me. You're concerned with each detail of my life, and that's so amazing. I choose to walk this walk with you, even though it may not always be easy. It's not always smooth going, but I know that it's the highest walk on earth. I'll hold my head up high, pull my shoulders back, and walk with my spine straight. I'll walk with dignity that befits a person completely consumed with God. I'll walk with royalty, like royalty. Thank you, Jesus. Scripture reads, Trust in the Lord forever, for the Lord God is an everlasting rock. Isaiah 26, verse 4. Be blessed. Illuminating my soul. I've caused a great light to illuminate your soul. I've transferred you out of the kingdom of darkness and I've given you a permanent address in the kingdom of light. I've delivered you from shame. I've saved you from your sins and I've lifted the heavy burdens from your shoulders. I'm lifting you out of obscurity and guiding you with grace and integrity. Think of yourself as a new person today, a person capable of great things. Scripture reads, by his divine power, God has given us everything we need for living a godly life. We have received all of this by coming to know him, the one who called us to himself by means of his marvelous glory and excellence. And because of his glory and excellence, he has given us great and precious promises. These are the promises that enable you to share his divine nature and escape the world's corruption caused by human desires. 2 Peter 1 verse 3 through 4, the New King James Version prayer reads thank you for illuminating my soul jesus and for transferring me out of the kingdom of darkness thank you for giving me a permanent address in the kingdom of light thank you for delivering me from shame and confusion thank you for saving me from my sins and lifting the heavy burdens from my shoulders thank you for taking me out of obscurity and guiding me with grace and integrity Today, I'll think of myself as a new person, a person capable of great things because of who I am in you. Be blessed. My Savior, when you call on me, I answer you. I'm the beginning and the end of all things, the author of all life and the origin of thought. I'm familiar with the way you think. There's nothing you can hide from me. I know your true needs. When you recoil and withdraw, you open yourself up to sorrow and you stunt your beautiful mind. Your thoughts become puny and worldly. I want to show you great and mighty things you haven't even considered. I want you to renew your way of thinking to think as I think. When you call on me, I answer you. But look at your requests. Are your requests too small? Jesus, thank you for being my savior. Thank you for knowing every one of my needs. And when I recoil and withdraw from your perfect will for me, thank you for being right there and not abandoning me. Thank you, because even though I may open myself up to sorrow and self-pity, stunting the beautiful mind you've given me, you don't give up and walk away. When my thoughts become petty and vain, you're there to pull me back into reality. You're the beginning and end of all things. You're all reality. You're the author of all life and the origin of thought. Thank you for renewing my mind and helping me to think as you think. I don't want my requests to be trivial because when I call on you, you answer me. Thank you for wanting to show me great things. Open my mind, Lord, to your mind today. 
So my prayers are wings to heaven's storehouse of blessing. Scripture reads, you did not choose me, but I chose you and appointed you that you should go and bear fruit and that your fruit should remain. That whatever you ask the father in my name, he may give you. John 15 verse 16, the new King James version. Be blessed. Angelic host, did you know that when you're thankful and your heart swells with gratitude and appreciation for your life as it is in me, you're one with the angels? My angelic hosts surrounding my throne praise and thank me all day long, and you engage in the same joyous experience when you are genuinely grateful for your life. Even if all is not exactly as you want it to be, be thankful. Hannah in the Bible leaped for joy before her prayer for a child was granted. Read my word, examine my ways, and you'll see weeping may endure for a night, but joy comes in the morning. A thankful heart is more effective than than any ammunition on the battlefield of life. Thank you, Lord, for your angelic host surrounding your throne, praising and thanking you all day long. It thrills me to think that when I'm thankful and my heart swells with gratitude and appreciation for my life in you, the angels sing praises with me. Thank you for allowing me to engage in the same joyous experience with genuine gratitude for everything. Even when life isn't exactly as I want it to be, I'm thankful. I love the Bible story of Hannah who leaped for joy before her prayer for a child was granted because she saw it was already accomplished by the word of the priest. Oh, how I love your word, Lord. When I examine your ways, I understand that weeping may endure for a night, but joy comes in the morning. I've learned that a thankful heart is more effective than any ammunition on the battlefield of life. Scripture reads, rise up, O Lord, in all your power. With music and singing, we celebrate your mighty acts. Psalm 21, verse 13. New Living Translation. Be blessed. Your voice. Can you hear my voice of blessing? I'm whispering in your ear right now. Can you hear me? Can you hear the perfect promises of my word? Listen in here. I'll never leave you nor forsake you. And if you will abide in me and my word abides in you, you will ask what you desire and it shall be done for you. Keep these words close to your heart at all times. For my promises bear fruit eternally. Don't listen to the voices of disbelief for they'll suck you into a quagmire of worldly mud that'll plug your ears to the truth today let me hold you securely in the sacred hearing range of my promises so you don't miss a thing lord jesus thank you for the whisper of your voice in my ear i thank you for the voice of your blessings thank you for your perfect promises given to me in your word thank you for never leaving or forsaking me Oh, Jesus, thank you. I'll keep your words close to my heart at all times because your promises bear eternal fruit in me. I choose not to listen to the voices of unbelief, for they suck me into a quagmire of worldly mud that plugs my ears from the truth. Today, Lord Jesus, hold me securely in the sacred hearing range of your promises. I don't want to miss a thing. Scripture reads, Now, therefore, if you obey my voice and keep my covenant, you shall be treasured possession out of all the peoples. Indeed, the whole earth is mine. Exodus 19, verse 5. Be blessed. Deeper place of faith. I'm calling you to a deeper place of faith, and I'll answer every need today as you lift them up to me. You can be confident that in my loving protection and help, you'll prevail in all things, for I can't fail. 
and I'll never leave your side. He who contends with you contends with me. Be brave and do hard things. You're called to a dynamic life of overcoming and your faith and integrity are a delight to me. The prayer. Thank you for calling me to a deeper place of faith today, Lord. I embark on this day trusting you and overflowing with gratitude because you're my savior and master. I'm confident that you'll answer every need and show me exactly how to handle each challenge. You've put wisdom and discretion in me by your Holy Spirit, and I'll prevail in all things because you can't fail. Thank you for taking care of those who might contend with me. I'll be brave and do hard things. Thank you for calling me to a dynamic life of overcoming in faith. May my integrity be a delight to you. The scripture. Be brought, he brought me out into a broad place. He rescued me because he delighted in me. 2 Samuel 22 verse 20. Be blessed. small sparrow. If you see yourself as a small sparrow alone on a housetop, your heart quaking. I hear you. I see you. If your eyes dull, your soul despairs. I'm with you. I'm a giving God and I love you. If you're lauded as the star of a million parades or if you're without a job and scraping for dinners in the pavement, I'm there with you. I'm there in the sunlight and the shadows. I'm there in hunger and in fatness and your youth and in old age. I stick to you like your own skin. The mountains of the earth will shake and crumble, but my tender love for you will never shake. Not a shiver, not a breath, not the barest vibration or change because I'm a giving God and I love you. The prayer. Oh Jesus, sometimes I think I'm just a small sparrow quivering alone on a housetop, but then I remember that you hear me and you see me no matter how small and unimportant I think I am. If my eyes become dull and my soul despairs, you're yet with me. You're a giving God and you love me. If I'm lauded as a star of a million parades or if I'm without a job and scraping for a dimes on the pavement, you're with me. You're with me in the sunlight and in the shadows. You're with me in plenty and hunger. Your love for me won't ever shake. Not a shiver, not a breath, not the barest vibration or change because you're a giving God and you love me. I'm going to repeat these words over and over again to myself so I never forget the scripture you have given me the shield of your salvation and your right hand supported me and your gentleness made me great psalm 18 verse 35 be blessed valley of decision it's time to pay a visit to the valley of decision for you're in need of direction which way should you go How shall you choose? What will you choose? Or what do you do? In the Valley of Decision, you learn to rule your own spirit and to understand the wellspring of life is wisdom, not duty. In the Valley of Decision, you discover that which is shallow and pleasing to the senses only, so you can see how pride and fear failure are ethnicists to faith. It's faith that leads to assurance and peace of mind. Uncertainty is a culprit eager to steal you away from banquet halls of wisdom. Understand what my good and perfect will is today, for it's not hidden from you. Here in the Valley of Decision, the truth is exposed. Faith and truth are your allies and teammates. The Prayer Lord Jesus, when I'm in the Valley of Decision, I need direction from you. 
Here in the Valley of Decision, you're teaching me how to rule my own spirit and to understand the wellspring of life is wisdom, not duty. In the Valley of Decision, I'm learning to discern that which is shallow and pleasing to the senses only. I can see how pride and fear or f- of failure are the antithesis. <laughs> A-N-T-I-T-H-E-S-I-S to faith. <laughs> you're teaching me that faith leads to assurance and peace of mind and that uncertainty is the culprit eager to steal me away from the banquet halls of your wisdom help me to understand what your good and perfect will for me is today here in the valley of decision is where you expose the truth to me i choose faith and truth as my allies and my teammates and i thank you for your great perfect guidance scripture when you roam they will lead you when you sleep they will keep you and when you awake, they will speak with you. Proverbs 6, verse 22, New King James Version. Be blessed. Physical exercise. Your body depends on you to care for its needs. You say, but bodily exercise profits little. You quote me wrongly. Without exercise, you can't prosper because your neglected body will hobble along trying to keep up with your enlightened spirit and your rekindled soul, weak and unused. It shifts into neutral and goes stagnant. Dear child, your body is your real estate. It's home for your soul and spirit, and you can't rent space elsewhere. It's my Holy Spirit's temple. Some live to glorify their body, but I tell you to glorify me in your body. Words to him. Thank you, Jesus, for physical exercise. Thank you for showing me to take care of my body's needs to exercise in order to maintain muscle and bone health. I realize it's important for my body to keep up with my enlightened spirit. I want to be strong for you because my body is my real estate. It's home for my soul and spirit, and it's your Holy Spirit's temple. I've seen people who live to glorify their bodies, but I choose to glorify you in my body. Scripture. You should know that your body is a temple for the Holy Spirit who is in you. You have received the Holy Spirit from God, so you do not belong to yourselves. 1 Corinthians 6, verse 19. Be blessed. Hey there, ho there. It's Ebony Sheree of Kingdom Trends, and it's been such a while since I've done a podcast. Um, But I just wanted to address something um, in a loving way for those of you that listen. Hey, how you doing? Um, Those of you that are new, welcome to. You're welcome. You're always welcome to be here. Um, Just wanted to address about our young people and our teens and how we got to still be more of a community and helping raising these kids and these babies. Because I think at this time and this rate, some of the children, young youth, um, young ladies, young men are just younger but they have younger parents. So some of them have teenagers like that are my age and I'm, you know, in my thirties. And so I think the times are changing where I grew up in the nineties. So the style and dress code was a lot different. A lot of people wore baggy jeans. Girls were still rocking overalls with the saltwater sandals. Like dudes were rocking J's, big T's, like colorful print like everybody kind of had this cool suave sway chill laid back mentality when it was back then you know some girls dressed a certain kind of way with daisy dukes and stuff but it was not as like provocative or like just on the scene now as it is now like people are being more revealing their clothing is a little bit more extra out there like i think back in the day it was kind of like 
why is she wearing that? Like it was taboo. But now I think with social media, just giving people this extra confidence to be in bikinis and leanies and, and strong string thong bikinis and all kind of stuff. Like people are just going with the, with the, with the times. And I think my only concern is I'm not a mom yet. Um, I do want a daughter. I do want children and I have surrogate children of my own, you know, of course, as a, as in spiritual, you know, young girls and that I've raised and that I've helped impart wisdom into. And I was that one young girl that somebody also imparted wisdom into me. It wasn't just my mother or my aunties or um, close family, but it was also mentors and friends that I saw how they dressed. I saw how they walked. I saw how they talked. And it could be too, because I was a girl that grew up in church and I know not everybody does, but I think we still can be a community to impart into our girls and tell them how beautiful they are and what, what, it's kind of hard to say what well, what the dress code should be because it's kind of like dress code is up to your decision and your choice. But I think because there are we have to kind of sort of inform them of the way that the world works. A lot of them kind of may think they're grown, <laughs> like like we used to say back in the day, they she thinks she's grown, or you know, people call girls fast back in the day. You know, people would call her, she fast, she fast. It's like no, there's just a progression that she probably has gone through because of something that might have been an experience in her life that she experienced that was beyond her control, or there was something that her mom or her dad experienced that she witnessed or she watched, or sometimes kids just have a little bit more leeway than other families, um, p- children, you know, or parents, children. But I think we have to inform like young girls, especially teens are my heart um, of the way the world is. So if I'm 30, 30 years old and I look like I'm probably still in my late, late, late teens or I could still pull that off, then I can only imagine what these girls that are dressing in full fledged makeup beat to the God above, <laughs> you know, or are being perceived as even though in bodacious bodies let's add that into there like the progression of the body is changing because of the hormones and the food and all of the stuff that is in the food and the stuff that they're eating you know their bodies are like banging let's just be real and they don't look 16 they don't look 15 like you I had reposted this meme that was so funny it had a picture of Kyla Pratt um in love and basketball when she played uh the younger version of Sonal Lathan um Monica in that movie the way she looked when she was like a little rough you know around the edges and then it had a picture of like this probably 20 year old girl with a full-fledged beat makeup makeup was beautiful and they were like this was us at 15 the girl that looked like Kyle Pratt and this is the young people now and I'm just like yo that is so true like the makeup game has changed and beauty is beautiful and I think there's a way to inform young girls that you don't have to wear that much makeup first of all your skin is still in development that's coming from a skincare specialist you know and you're not fully there yet so really putting all this stuff on your skin is not gonna you they just see what they they do what they see you know and we have to kind of be able to reel them in and say honey you don't have to wear all that makeup here let me show you how to put it on your way for your age you know but when we're they just want to do what we're doing you know or the youtube artist or makeup artists or youtubers or whatever and i think it's just a lot you know for them because they're not fully developed yet and they're not an adult yet and sometimes it comes off and reads like they're grown and they have men that are older hitting on them and if we're not informing them of this kind of stuff to kind of tone it down and kind of keep yourself you know a little bit more you know behind the scenes because you're still young you can you can wear all the makeup you want to do when you get 18 19 20 25 and even then you don't even need to wear that much but I think we have to be more of a community to kind of reach these young girls and tell them that look 
there's somebody out there watching you, you're young, you know, you're inviting certain attention that you probably aren't even looking for. And men still hit on me that are in their 60s years old. And I'd be like, Grandpa, if you don't sit your tail down somewhere, because they're going to do it. And a girl that's not fully aware of herself, not fully bold enough to be like, um, excuse me, sir, but you are my grandfather's age and I think you need to not, you know, I'm a grown adult, you know, and if I still get that, then I know they get it. You know what I mean? And it's just like, we got to be careful and cautious and be so a little bit more supportive of them too. And I think we, we can be so much more judgmental sometimes and like these kids is too grown. They bold, they, they do the, but no, we need to talk to them. We need to give them a, 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 a platform to talk about their issues. I think it's important that you know, we have a, a, a place for them and a residence and a safe place for them to be able to be them. Like when I was a young child, 90s was everything. They need to just make a create a 90s TV throwback network for real because everything on, in the 90s was it. It was. And we had more access to that on TV. Um, but now I just feel like there's not enough of that. And we had something called Teen Summit. I don't know if anybody else was a 90 kid. I was a 90 kid growing up. Um, and it was like, I think it was on BET or MTV, one of the two. And they would have like uh, celebrity artists come on their musicians sing or whatever. But they would have the teens come and just chat and talk. I can't remember who ran it. I don't know if Anandan Lewis was a host or what. But like it was so powerful because the teens had something for them. And I just feel like in the 90s, there were better producers. There were more executive producers that cared about what the young people wanted and needed you know they saw a niche market and I feel like we don't have enough of that Instagram is raising our babies you know Instagram is telling them what they should do and Instagram is giving them an outlet and they're 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 being able to progressively save the things that they feel on Twitter and Instagram and Facebook but they don't have a platform like a TV show where we can actually probe the questions for them and hear their voices like we are that voice for them but we got to give them their voice too you know and I think it's important to just you know, kind of help them, you know, I'm not trying to, you know, be somebody that's controlling or whatever that the case may be. And I know not all people grew up in ministry and church and, and that's okay too. But we still have, I feel like there's this thing, if anybody knows and has ever worked for the state or any nonprofit program, sorry to switch the circuit, but I'm gonna get back to what I was saying. There's something called being a mandated reporter, right? Everybody is a mandated reporter, whether you think you are or not. If you are an adult and you see something going on with a child, like you see some child literally getting popped and bopped and hit and really abused in public, you have, and as a U.S. citizen, you have the authority for one and you have the right to report that. That's called a mandated reporter. You know, there's a lot more that goes into it and you look it up for your local state or where you are, but we have that right. Now, I know, I know and I understand that sometimes as a parent, um, we don't like or parents don't like for certain people to invest in their kids or say something to their child because that, that breeds on the line of defensive or oh, you cutting into my parenthood, people get offended. But if my child was in trouble or was doing something they didn't have no business doing or just needed somebody to kind of help boost them I'm totally okay with a mentor that wouldn't try to take advantage of them or anything being in their life not trying to use them but to plant that seed I would be okay with that as a parent because I know I'm doing my work at home but I can't see my child every day but the teacher see them the mentor see them the softball uh, coach sees them the cheerleading coach sees them and they have a right to invest in them that's the same thing like I'm saying about the mandated reporter, we as a community, as a teacher, as somebody in authority over the children, have the, we have the right. I mean, we do to say when something is wrong. If a cat, if a kid is in new, 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 uh, balance store 
cussing out one of the associates and you're a parent with your child in that store, you have the right to go up to that child and be like, excuse me, and the parent's not in there. But do you think that's okay? Like, it's okay for you to do that. Because if that child is going to continue to do that and not have nobody hold them accountable, that's what accountability is, then they're going to continue to do that. Maybe they're suffering from anger issues. Maybe they're they're upset with somebody. But the fact of the matter that you, now you got to judge the situation, of course, um, use your best discretion and judgment and discernment, but you have a right. Like, I don't understand why we at times, like, we like, well, that's not my situation. Certain situations, yeah, it's like, okay, if it looks like it's, mm, you know, and if the parent is there, let the parent reprimand the child. But if somebody is doing something they have no business doing, you have a right to speak it to that. Like, come on. Why do we have judge systems? Why do we have the judicial court? Why do we have people um, holding us accountable, like the law enforcement and all that stuff when we run red lights or whatever? Like, we are a community. These children do need to be not chastised, but like talk to, like we just need to say things. And I think it's important for us to do that. There's a way you do it. Delivery is everything. Now I'm not saying you go off on the kids and stuff like that, but you can be calm and be like, Hey baby girl, you know, you are beautiful. You, you don't even need makeup. You are so pretty. You're flawless skin. Girl, I can show you how to do this. Let me show you how to get this Mac look. Here's get this Mac lip gloss right here. And you can put a little bit of liner and all that, you know, and sometimes they want to see more on their face because it looks better or whatever. And I know sometimes like everybody's walking out and look like Barbies. But I mean, reality is you, you're not going to get a job with that full face of makeup looking like that unless you work for Mac, unless you'd work for, you know what I mean? So it's just kind of toning it down a little bit because it's important. But I just think I'm more concerned along the lines of our young girls are looking like, oh my God, like, I think the culture is really getting to this point of beauty. It's just, it, it could become vanity, I think, if it's not put under, um, if it's not really put a, a lid on it. And I think there's a, there's a balance, let's just say that much. And I think we have to be better at kind of holding up a standard, but also holding our youth accountable. I'm just, it saddens me when I see all these girls dressed a certain kind of way. And I'm just like, man, like her mom needs to be in her life or she needs somebody to, to talk to her. And maybe her mom is in her life and they dress like twins. I mean, sometimes you have those kind of relationships and that's just something you can't say about it. My hopes is that she's instilling other values in her daughter because it's just hard to see certain things. And like, you know, that people aren't raised like you. I know everybody didn't have a mom in their life. I know everybody didn't have, don't have the same standards as I do or virtues. And I'm not perfect. I just have a certain way that I think about certain things because the way I feel like in the word of God, that's how it is. And it is what it is. And that's my standard. And I'm sticking to it. But at the same time, nobody's perfect. But I get like, I think we just have to do a better job of servicing our youth. And that's pretty much the whole point of this post. And I'm talking about the young men too. I I used to say this to myself and I think I was watching, um, I wasn't watching it. I was on somebody's page. I think it was like Russell Simmons, son, Russ, uh, not Russie, but Diggy cutie pie. He grew up, you know, he's like a little adult now and all this stuff. Um, but it was like one photo of him. I posted one photo of him on my Instagram page. Um, you can follow at Sheree Van Charles, um, hair and makeup and like fashion page, but he had like a really nice dapper outfit on. I was like, this looks good on Diggies. You know, he's cute and all that stuff. But I, one picture he had had, it was further, further down. When I have first like looked at his page, it was like his shirt was off. And I was just like, you know, we always go to women and talk about 
well, she shouldn't wear that, you know, blah, 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 blah. And I know I was talking about a certain thing earlier about, you know, clothing and attire and what I feel like should be a standard. You can still be, feel sexy and be sexy without having to show all your, your parts. You know what I mean? That's just my opinion. So whatever, sticking to it. But, um, I think sometimes it's okay to address this with men too. It's just like in young boys, it's like, you don't have to wear your shirt off. Save that washboard, amen, for your future wife. Save that washboard for the woman that you're going to be with and going to be on the beach with. Because I think it's important to teach the young men that it's okay to dress up in a suit and tie. And I know a lot of young men, especially black men, they like to wear a certain kind of attire because culturally that's what it is, you know, J's and T's. But ain't nothing wrong with you wearing a three-piece suit, man. You may not look like Steve Harvey in it. But nothing wrong with a nice blazer and some nice Tims, you know, nothing wrong with a nice blazer and some nice Vans. Like, there's nothing wrong with being dapper with a bow tie on. Like, I I think that's beautiful and ha- makes a man look handsome and like a king. And, you know, wear your royal, royal garments, sir, <laughs> you know? And I just think, men, you know, you ain't got to rock the, the life trying to be like Chris Brown and try to wear your shirt off. and You know, like the rappers and stuff, walking around with your shirt off, tat showing and all that. Like, later for that. Sometimes it's okay to get dressed dapper. It would be nice to even see Chris Brown in a couple suits. You know, like, okay, Chris, I see you. Like, show them that I'm not just this, I got to wear my shirt off and trying to be sexy for the ladies and all. Like, to me, that's insecurity too. Like, we say the women are insecure when they dress with less on, on, on social media, but I'm like, men, you're always wearing your shirt off. What do you have to prove? You know, like, I'm like, I don't need to see that. And I'm not gawking. I'm not the type of woman, like, back in the day, I might have been cool with all that when Usher had his shirt off in middle school when I was a teeny bopper. But now I'm like, Leave that to the woman, the leading lady in your life. I don't need to see your chest or your pecs. That's not my business. I don't really care. Like, my eyes are for my husband only, and I don't need to see that. That's why I don't, like, just follow men on social media like that because that's not my thing. You know, like, back when I was younger, yeah, I'd be like, oh, he's fine, girl. But now I'm just like, that. your body is not mine. So why am I looking at you like that, especially when the man is married, you know? So I think it's important to address the young men, too. And I think young men, um, older men can rise up and tell the young men, like, hey, you know, you ain't got to wear the Steve Harvey suit, but let me show you. You know, you can dress like this. I remember when I was watching um, the book of John Gray. Um, I was watching an episode where he was mentoring a young man who was trying to get out of the lifestyle. He had been incarcerated and he was trying to help him. And um, what John Gray did was he gave him a little assignment to like, OK, you're going to write your first sermon. And the dude was like, oh, shoot, because the guy was already like being empowering and uh like he had got out of jail and he was just like starting to use social media to preach he knew that's something that God called him to but he just got caught up you know back and forth in and out of jail and stuff like that but John Gray what I loved about the situation was he brought him to the suit store and he like was just like hey you know I'm gonna pick you something out you in a new you this represents the new new the new you and I thought that was great it's like sometimes we don't see a lot of Men get their little, you know, makeovers. We see a lot of ladies getting makeover, their hair and makeup done, cut and color. But men sometimes need that too. I remember when Jamie Foxx, they tried to have a show from G's to Gents. And it was just funny to watch. But I was like, I got what he was trying to do. You know, like at the end of the day, like, you know, you ain't got to be wearing the saggy baggy pants. I mean, later for that. Like, can we just cease and desist that? Like, I just feel like even that in a cultural way, we need to stop all that. Like the pants sagging. It's not cute. It never was. And it's, it, it doesn't have a good uh, connotation to it. You know, it doesn't reflect anything positive. Pull your pants up, put a belt on. You know, I don't need to see string bikinis either. You know, like dress up, like put your pants on, put a nice dapper shirt on and collar on. Like, come on. Like, I, I think it's important to dress the part. Like you take, you've been taken more seriously. You can, you can be fly and not have to dress like, 
like you're on the side of the road. You know what I mean? And sometimes I understand where people come from. I mean, I come from around the way, 206, South End, Henderson, Hand Block. So I understand not everybody has a standard when it comes to dress code and they don't have nobody to teach them and they didn't have that. But that's why I'm here, <laughs> you know, to kind of encourage that. And we need to encourage one another. And I think it's important to do that for our youth. So I hope you don't take this message lightly or offensive. It wasn't meant to be there, but it was just a charge. You know, I'm called to exhort, you know, at the same time and just help our generation be the best that they could be and dress the best that they can dress all right so i hope everyone's having a blessed saturday it's a little soggy saturday here in georgia but i'm happy god is good i still have joy in my heart regardless if it's raining or not i'm a seattle girl living in the georgia world so what do you expect so rain 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 don't go away stay <laughs> love all you guys keep tuning in i'll probably be doing some more posts here 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 and now um on the podcast but just be encouraged today and love on somebody all right peace <laughs>
Let your light so shine before men that they may see your good works and glorify your Father in heaven. Matthew 5, 16. Be blessed. Never forsake. Never forsake your high calling in me for the empty rewards of those who bargain for your soul. The cheap offers protrude and foul in the stench of the sun. Oh, so tempting the counterfeit promises are that. Strangle your beauty and kill your soul. You're my chosen vessel, my sweet, adorable treasure. I've chosen you for myself, so together we can soar to high places, dance on mountaintops, sing with the angels, thrill to the wonder of my creation, and multiply everlasting joy. Honor your calling, my beloved. Stay close to me. Oh, Jesus, help me to never forsake my calling in you for the empty words of those who bargain for my soul with cheap offers of happiness. The counterfeit promises can be so tempting, but they strangle my beauty and kill my soul. I'm your chosen vessel and you call me your beloved one. Today, I thank you for choosing me for yourself. So together we can soar to high places, dance on mountaintops, sing with the angels, thrill to the wonders of your creation and by your spirit, multiply joy. Help me to honor my calling ever and always to stay close to you. You shall walk after the Lord your God and fear him and keep his commandments and obey his voice. You shall serve him and hold fast to him. Deuteronomy 13 verse 4. Be blessed. Shaping love. I love you with the love that shaped the universe. How delightful is the dawn of your tender heart toward me. I'm the lover of your soul. Living in my love endorses your zeal to accomplish more and to prosper beyond the natural. Because you love me, I give you the authority to ascend the stairway of success. For as your spirit soars, so will the blessings abound around you. And your house, honor me in all you do, and I will do the rest. Thank you, Jesus, for loving me with the love that shaped the universe. You're the lover of my soul, and I live in the embrace of all, and live in the embrace of your all-consuming love. You've given me authority to ascend the stairway of success, for as my spirit soars, so do the blessing abound around me and my house. I honor you in all I do. Lord Jesus, thank you for being the artist to complete the picture of my life on earth. Oh, taste and see that the Lord is good. Blessed is the man who takes refuge in him. Psalm 34, verse 8. Be blessed. Wisdom and insight. Trust me to give you wisdom and insight in all that is before you today. When you rely on your own understanding, you lose footing and slip and slide this way and that way. Topsy-turvy, oopsie-daisy, dizzying. Don't choose the dizzy path when I've set you on a path of favor and security. Stand up tall and see how I cause you to flourish like a tree planted by streams of living water and observe with wisdom how everything you do prospers. When your ways please me, you have it all. Oh, Jesus, I trust you today to give me wisdom and insight in all that's before me. When I rely on my own understanding, I lose footing and slip and slide this way and that way and dizzying. Today, I choose to walk the path that you've set me on. It is a path of favor and security. Today, I stand up tall and see how you've caused me to flourish like a tree planted by streams of living water. You've taught me that when my ways please you, I truly flourish in this life. 
for they are transplanted to the Lord's own house. They flourish in the courts of our God. Psalm 92 verse 13. Be blessed. Anxious thoughts. There's heavy traffic on the freeway of your mind, dear one. Anxious thoughts sputter hotly like miles of patrol frooms, choking your reasoning. You don't think clearly when you're upset. You become suspicious, judgmental, and your temper can fire unexpectedly like a backfiring car, for which you are always sorry. I tell you, don't be caught in the snags of your own inner rush hour. Come to a quiet place with me and allow me to calm your anxious heart. Help me today, Lord, to ease the anxious thoughts that sputter in my head and choke my reasoning. I don't think clearly when I'm upset. I become suspicious, judgmental, and my temper can flare up unexpectedly like a car backfiring. I am always sorry for it later. Help me not to be caught in the snags of my own inner rush hour. Today, Jesus, I'm going to come to a quiet place with you, and I'm going to permit my thoughts and my cluttered mind to be still as I sit silently in your presence to allow you to calm my anxious heart. Be still and know that I am God. I will be exalted among the nations. I will be exalted in the earth. Psalm 46 verse 10. Be blessed. Boldness. My spirit makes you bold and you need boldness, dear one. Shyness is not a virtue. There's no shyness in heaven. I'm the one to make you bold. In me, you can have confidence to go forward, never shrinking back, always assured that you're important to me and that you'll succeed. Boldness can be gentle, soft-spoken. I was never boisterous or obnoxious while on earth. (laughs) Today, be kind in your boldness and face your world with loving compassion, blending aside all shame and fear. My Holy Spirit builds you up, guides, and helps you. Be strong and go forward in my name, the name above every name. The world will try to intimidate you, bully you. I tell you, establish boundaries and stand your ground. Thank you, Lord, for your Holy Spirit who makes me bold. Thank you for assuring me that I'm important to you and that I will succeed in all I do because you're with me. Thank you for helping me to conquer shyness. In you, I have confidence to go forward and not shrink back. You've taught me that boldness can be soft-spoken and gentle. Today, I'll be thoughtful in my boldness, and I'll face my world with love and compassion, flinging aside all harshness and fear. Thank you for your Holy Spirit. Thank you for building me up, guiding, and helping me. Thank you for making me bold to go forward in your name. Jesus, the name above every name. Even if the world tries to intimidate me and bully me, you've established boundaries around me, and I'll stand my ground. In you, I'm strong. Thank you, Jesus. You're creating a new heart in me. For the eyes of the Lord range throughout the earth, the entire earth, to strengthen those whose heart is true to him. 2 Chronicles 16 verse 9. Be blessed. Hold me close. Let me hold you close to increase and renew your enthusiasm and your love for me. Let me love you and talk to you in our sweet communion. Don't be impatient in times of spiritual dryness. Be still and listen. Hear what I have to say to you and allow my consolations to reach deep inside to the place where you find yourself weary of spirit. I never leave you or forsake you. So when you feel bereft, alone, and forsaken, it may be because of your distance from me. Not my distance from you. Come. Climb into my arms today. Jesus, hold me close. 
Increase and renew my enthusiasm and my passion for you. Give me an open-minded heart to receive your love and to talk openly and honestly with you in our sweet communion every single day. I don't want to be impatient in times of spiritual dryness. I'll be still and listen as you have taught me to do. I don't want to do the to all the talking. I want to hear what you have to say to me. I want to allow your consolations to reach deep inside to the place where I find myself weary of spirit at times. You'll never leave me nor forsake me. So when I feel alone and forsaken, I realize it may be because of my distance from you, not your distance from me. Today, I come, Jesus, and climb into your arms where I've heard and completely unconditionally loved. The Lord appeared to him from far away. I have loved you with an everlasting love. Therefore, I have continued my faithfulness to you. Jeremiah 31 verse 3. Be blessed. Open doors. It's time to move on. I have opened new doors for you. I'm pouring out new opportunities and new avenues of possibility in order to unleash the well of creative expressions inside you. Circumstances have kept you hidden behind a wall of choices that seemed to be right at the time. But now that wall is crumbling down, setting you free, and the way ahead is a spectacular spiritual breakthrough. Today, take that giant step toward your radiant tomorrow. Lord Jesus, it's time for me to move forward and step through the doors you've opened before me. You're pouring out new opportunities and new avenues of possibilities and unleashing the well of creative expressions inside me. Thank you. I'm crumbling the walls I built up around me that have hindered me. You're setting me free. Oh Lord, I can see that the way ahead is spectacular with spiritual breakthrough. Thank you for showing me to take a giant step forward toward my radiant tomorrow. For from days of old, they have not heard or perceived by ear, nor has eyes seen a God beside you who acts in behalf of the one who waits for him. Isaiah 64 verse 4. Be blessed. When you entertain the house guests called self-pity, you'll be left with a messy living room. Self-pity is a thoughtless and solipsistic visitor. It'll ruin your towels and eat all your food. It'll keep you up at night and wreck your stuff. Self-pity is a killer of joy. It smells bad. Self-pity is an unkempt pile of junk that rolls out garbage dumps and chases your friends away. Nobody wants to be friends with the person who cohabitates with self-pity. Ugh. Today, order self-pity out of your house and out of your dear heart. Remember, I see everything and I know everything. I'm here every day to load your life with benefits and open my storehouses of goodness for you and to you. Put up the no vacancy sign to self-pity today. Dear Jesus, save me from self-pity. Self-pity kills my joy. You see everything, Lord, and you know everything. You're the master of the universe and ruler of all that exists. Nothing escapes your loving, omnipotent, omniscient, omnipresent eye. Today, I pledge to order self-pity out of my life. You're here every day to load me with benefits and to open your storehouses of goodness to me. I'll concentrate on your goodness and stop feeling sorry for myself when things get difficult. I choose to see the touch of your loving kindness and tender mercies in the world. I hand all my personal problems and doubts over to you. Thank you for setting me free. 
Therefore, do not throw away your confidence, which has a great reward. Hebrews 10, verse 35. Everyone be blessed. Boldness. My spirit makes you bold, and you need boldness, dear one. Shyness is not a virtue. There's no shyness in heaven. I'm the one to make you bold. In me, you can have confidence to go forward, never shrinking back, always assured that you're important to me and that you'll succeed. Boldness can be gentle, soft, spoken. I was never boisterous or obnoxious while on earth. Today, be kind in your boldness and face your world with love, loving compassion, flinging aside all shame and fear. My Holy Spirit builds you up, guides and helps you be strong and go forward in my name. The name above every name. The world will try to intimidate you, bully you. I tell you, establish boundaries and stand your ground. Thank you, Lord, for your Holy Spirit who makes me bold. Thank you for assuring me that I'm important to you and that I'll succeed in all I do because you're with me. Thank you for helping me to conquer shyness. In you, I have confidence to go forward and not shrink back. You've taught me that boldness can be soft-spoken and gentle. Today, I'll be thoughtful in my boldness, and I'll face my world with love and compassion, flinging aside all harshness and fear. Thank you for your Holy Spirit. Thank you for boning me up, guiding and helping me. Thank you for making me bold to go forward in your name, Jesus, the name above every name. Even if the world tries to intimidate me and bully me, you've established boundaries around me, and I stand my ground. In you, I'm strong. Thank you, Jesus. You're creating a new heart in me. For the eyes of the Lord range throughout the entire earth to strengthen those whose heart is true to him. Second Chronicles 16, verse 9. Be blessed. Be blessed.